I'm not strange. Weird. I'm not strange. Off, nor crazy. Weird. I'm not strange. My reality is just different than yours. If you believe in me, I'll believe in you. Is that a bargain? Hello, everybody. This is Craig from The Unbeaten Path. Great day, everybody. This is Craig. And today I have done another podcast with The Real Typo from Biting the Bullet. And you can check them out on their podcast. They're hilarious. And we had a great time doing this one. It's only supposed to be a couple minutes, but uh, turned out to be about an hour and a half. So I've edited and cleaned up a lot of the, you know, dead space and the uhs and the ands and the you knows and stuff like that. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this and I would really appreciate some feedback. We've, uh, I've had a couple of uh, th people respond about like volume levels and stuff like that. So I've been trying to adjust them a little bit. If you can, uh, shoot me some uh, comments on Anchor. Uh, that's at anchor.fm. And you can uh, leave me a comment on there. So anyway, we'll talk to you later. And you guys have a great day. What's up, man? What's up, dude? <laughs> can you hear yeah. me? Yeah, I can hear you great. All right, cool. Yeah, I can hear you a heck of a lot better now. I've got these. They just look at in. you, dude. You look like an old, old salty vet. <laughs> Hang on. Oh, shit. Oh, well, I can't find my recording. Oh, my God. Dead. Oh, it's oh, it's Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whose podcast you just do? Uh, we had on uh, Pat from Uncensored Tactical on our podcast, and he was talking. Oh, about okay. the, He was talking about the economics of policing, and it was very interesting. It was very really, interesting. really. Hey man, yeah. I just yeah, I listened to that uh, vet vet -er, vet archist Brent. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we were yeah. on his podcast. Yeah, he's not pretty cool. Yeah, he's a great guy. He looks like a veteran. Like when we were on his podcast, he's like he's he looks like a tall guy, got the beard. <laughs> oh, he does. Beard looks like he stays in the gym. Like he looks <laughs> like uh, he's got the part. Oh, um, so he's gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he was cool though. He's yeah. an army army vet. Yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, in, Intel too. That was awesome. Yeah, I was, I was I was jazzing what you guys were talking about and everything. And he got into like uh, anarcho Christianity and. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. But his his podcast is like Smoke Pit Story Times, I think it is. Smoke Pit. Smoke Pits. Yeah, something like that. Right. Yeah. I, I actually listened to that podcast a while ago. Yeah, right? I mean, it's yeah. pretty old. I mean, not, not, not that old. It's a couple of months old, three or four months old. Yeah, heck yeah. yeah. I just had shots in my ankle today, too. So, What for? Uh, cortisone, pain, that tendon. is a post-anterior tibula tendon or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's inflamed is what it is. So. Does it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah it's hurting right now yeah where you go oh, man i mean he pulled out that needle dude and i swear to god it was like 20 inches long wow yeah oh. no, it, it was like three but it was like god bless looked like a sick or an eight penny nail or something you know yeah <laughs> like ah he, he doesn't know how to take me though the doctor because was like he goes did it hurt and i'm like yeah i said i think i peed a little bit <laughs> <laughs> and the dude looked at my crotch oh my god <laughs> I'm like, and I, I said, I'm just, I'm just teasing. Yeah, I'm just kidding. He's like, oh, okay. I'm like, nice meat case though, bro. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. I remember um, we were given blood one time and uh, one of my buddy, like he, he's like, hey, when they walk away, I'm gonna start seizing. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude. <laughs> 
don't don't do that and like they like and the nurse like walked away and he's just like he like i mean he didn't like oh he didn't overdo it but he did yeah. it a little bit and the nurse is like doctor oh no. and and he's like oh i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding just, just. oh it's a joke it's a joke oh my god oh, that nurse that nurse never came back she I'll was bet. so mad. She was so <laughs> mad. She said that I guess that it, it's happened a few times before where someone's given blood in the season. Oh, dude, if he would have got some Alka Seltzer tablets beforehand oh, and put them in his mouth, just yeah. flop it around. Sell it. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could get blood, man. I'd do that. That'd be awesome. Why and then have get blood? surgeries. I've had surgery oh. on my foot. So, and I've, I've had uh, bone marrow transplant, cadaver, like a cadaver bone. Dude, apparently you can get plasma around here for like a hundred bucks. Is it a hundred bucks? Hmm, yeah. That might, that might make my rent. Yeah. There's someone, <laughs> I'm not even joking. When uh, this lockdown happened, I had a couple people that were like, Hey, I've been giving plasma once a week. It's like an extra hundred bucks. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There's, there's a place over in, uh, I think it's Murphy, Murfreesboro. You can get a plasma. So, not a bad gig, dude. That's like an yeah. extra. I mean, as far as I know, you can do it once a week. And yeah, uh, for, for so long. Yeah, I don't know how long. I mean, the guy was doing it for a while. I mean, he said he did it for like three months. Wow. And, well, and then he was telling. Well, I mean, this guy was a scumbag. I mean, this guy. <laughs> this guy was like, dude, you've been unemployed before, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I, I was, I think the most, uh, ever since, I guess, I don't know if you count the military as being employed, um, after getting on the Marine Corps, I think the longest I went being unemployed was like two months. I hated it. I hated yeah. not working. I hated well, it. Even, even when I, when I was in school, like, uh, you know, it was nice to have those two months where I wasn't working. So like I could work on school, but like I had to work. I don't know. Yeah. I wanted the extra income. I don't know what it is, but I, I got to work. And, but this guy was like, yeah, he was telling me about donating uh, sperm. He was like, yeah, you can go to the sperm bank too and get like, like an extra 50 bucks. I'm like, what? I'm like, you can donate. How much fluid of my body can I donate? Like, like what do you want? Vomit? Semen? Like, what do you want? Mixed together? <laughs> I'll do that for you. I'll boil it. Whatever you want. <laughs> You know, they say, I mean, you know, if you're a welder, you'll never be broke. And those are, well, because everybody, everybody, not everybody, but somebody will always need something welded at some time. And yeah, I'll I talk, mean, that's the, a lot of uh, like construction workers or plumbing, like even if like things go bad, like someone's going to need plumbing. Someone's right. going to need a house built or construction somewhere. Like, you know, it, I mean, you know, even if you're just like welding a hitch to a trailer, you know, somebody's uh, vehicle, you know, I'm just going to, I'm mechanically stupid. So, I mean, you know, if a tie rod broke, maybe you could weld that back for him. I don't know, you know, but I mean, you know, so if you, if you could weld, you could always get money, you know, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, if you're a welder, you would never be unemployed. Same thing if you got a mouth, you could, you could always get money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, the guy's name is Barry Wood. Barry Wood, who's Barry Wood? Google it. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> Google it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> I was, your podcast uh i don't even know what episode 82 maybe 78 somewhere around in there uh with is it is it brent yeah i think it was his name okay brent yeah you know because you guys were talking about that and you're like oh yeah my dad sends me that all the time but i don't know what the guy's name is you know? yeah yeah <laughs> Like, oh, he just heard that. Yeah. 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 I was like, yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm like, Dad, my dad sends me this like black porn star all the time. Like, he loves these memes. And, like, these are the ones that I get from my father. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I, I was just scrolling through. I was checking out you guys' website at what? Biting the Bullet Pod? Biting the Bullet Pod.com. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was checking that out. And actually, no, I lie. I was on Discord and okay. somebody had a clip from episode 24. Say it. <laughs> that wasn't my that wasn't our episode that was you yeah but it wasn't it, i was on someone else's podcast. oh oh okay yeah. somebody goes i have the clip <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That, that was on someone else's podcast oh was, yeah. okay i thought that was on with with jared and everything 
Yeah, well, we were all on the show, but we okay. were on someone else's podcast, Bernie was, Dudes. Okay, 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 I've seen that name, yeah. That yeah, wasn't uh, you know, all three sitting on the uh, couch. and. No, that was uh, that's when we were on uh, Robbie the Fires. That's uh, it. Podcast. Now, who was in the middle on the couch? I think Jared. Oh, Jared, so Jared was skiing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh. It was very, man, it was really awkward. It I'll bet. Really I'll I felt, bet. I felt bad. I was, well, we had him on the show. We were like, yeah, we were, let's just say, poor. <laughs> <laughs> we only have one couch. <laughs> it's a, it's a love scene. And, we, it was, and it was like, a, like, we couldn't figure it out fast enough. And like, we were like, we got to go on like now. And he wants us on now. We're like, oh, fuck, we, we don't know what we're doing. And uh, Jared's like, I got it on my phone. And I was like, I guess we're doing this on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we just, yeah. And it was like, I guess we're sitting on the couch. Like we had like five minutes to figure out like how we were sitting or what device. And like Jared couldn't get on his computer. So we had to do it on his phone. So it was super awkward. We felt like we had to rush to get ready for this show. Yeah. I'm trying to get that guy that I was in the Gulf with uh, that's out there in Phoenix. I'm trying to get him to come on the podcast. So he's like, uh, what do you, what do you want to talk about? You know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I said, whatever, man. I, you know, just let me know what you don't want to talk about. Or I said, we can avoid those subjects because I'm sure there's something. Sure. Yeah, you know, people have limits. Sure. Right, right, absolutely. And I'm sure he doesn't want to talk about the time that we were playing soccer over in Saudi Arabia. You played soccer in Saudi Arabia? Absolutely, with Iraqi heads. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that a little too neocon? <laughs> Oops. Jesus, dad. <laughs> but no, I mean, you know, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's probably there's things I don't want to talk about. I mean, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I told him, I said, look, I said, if we do hit on something, you know, just let me know and I can edit it out. I said, it's no big deal. You know, I won't even put it on raw footage. Yeah. I'm hoping he comes on. I haven't talked to him in God bless. Well, since 1992. Wow, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Because yeah. we had, we had Facebook. I don't talk to hardly any of them, but like, uh, we, like a bunch of people from boot camp, like we all added each other on Facebook. And that uh, was right. actually kind of cool now that I'm older. Cause it's cool. Not because like I talked to him really, but it's cool to see like other people that I was in the Marine Corps with, like what they're doing now in their life. Right. It's kind of cool seeing all these different people from all over the world. And like, all I have is this like three month relationship where that, that was the only, like most of them, that's the only time I ever saw them was boot camp. Like right. most of them, like I maybe, maybe I saw a couple of them in passing like here and there. Like, oh, we just ended up in the same place at the same time for a couple of people. But uh, a lot of people like never saw again, just never, yeah. <laughs> never saw them again. We also like, and then when you get to your unit, like, obviously you're going to add those people that you're right, on right. Facebook, like you're, 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 those are your friends. So it's easy for me to keep up with like all, all my friends. Like I just, I know my buddy Jeff has like two kids and he lives in Minnesota and he has a happy little family. Yeah. I, I remember, and, I remember a couple of you guys from boot camp. There's and... the, the only one that I talked to out of that would be James or Jimmy. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Peanut butter. Yeah, peanut butter. Yeah. yeah. And uh, uh, that's the only one that I talk, but I barely talk to the guy. Like, it's like we'll comment each other's Facebook or something like that. Oh, I see. I see. But, yeah, but I, I, don't, I, I don't. I actually saw him a few times after the after boot camp. Yeah, he was in Okinawa. We were on Kinzer at the same time. Oh, shit. And so I hung out with him a lot when I first got there because I didn't know anyone else. <laughs> no, you're, you're, I think it was probably your drill instructor's party boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, there for like a week. I yeah, like, God, this sucks. <laughs> there was one guy that I knew from boot camp that it was was on Facebook, and he's like a cowboy out in Oklahoma or something like that. You know, I'm like, okay, you know, that's cool. You know, you know, yeah, you do your thing. You know, blah blah blah. 
<clears throat> I started, well, when Lexi went into boot camp and he's like, he started threatening, you know, I'm going to send her shit. Like, Dude, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey man, I'm going to send her like a, a letter with a booger on the outside or something, you know, and yeah. you know, or something about your drill instructors or, you know, stuff like that. And he was like, like getting into some like really creepy territory. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, man. You know, he was like, he goes sins of the father. Like, what? You know? <laughs> and he, yeah, yeah. And he's like, he goes, yeah. He goes, do you remember at boot camp? You messed up my blues cover. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, are you for real? And he's like, he goes, yeah, man. He goes, it cost me like sixty-two dollars back then or some shit. And I'm like, dude, he's I had to murder you, dude. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, dude. I said, I barely remember you at boot camp. Okay, you know, I yeah. said, I just, I said, fuck you. Click delete. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, delete. Like, what the hell? I'm like, holy smokes. I mean, dude. Yeah, it was. It was to the point where. I was a little freaked out, you know? and I, I'm sure he was, you know, he was drinking. Yeah, you know? he was probably like joking. I don't think but... so, man. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think maybe you know his his bottle of Stevens woke some old demons, you know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, dude! There, there is some weird people you meet in the military, man. Like man. it does attract some weird people. Like I would, I don't know. I would say like most people are weird, like at some level. Like yeah, I, yeah. Like, you're just you're a bunch of misfits all band together yeah you get some of those like really creepy people sometimes and they're just awkward they're socially i mean it's probably in any environment like it's not i'm oh, sure the military like all the time you just get people that they say things like you don't know if they're serious if they're creepy if they're trying to joke and they're just this yeah. terrible punchline yeah well, i mean I, I, I get dark humor believe me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i mean yeah. i mean you can tell when somebody's joking and when they're really kind of creepy serious you know, and I'm thinking this yeah. dude's going down to San Antonio and he, <laughs> he's going to, you know, he's going to like trash her, you know, uniform or some stupid. Yeah. Shit. I mean, or he's, he's going to Atlanta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the hell, man? I mean, yeah, I've met a lot of strange dudes. I, I, there was one guy, not even going to mention his name. He was, he was in telecommunications and this guy was a nerd for real. Okay. Lived dungeons and dragons okay and for some odd reason we got a hold of a tape cassette that he was sending to a friend you know i mean it, it was like he left it on or something i mean it wasn't like you know we were being you know secretive or anything you know and stole it but he left it on in the room in the barracks or some trash and he was talking about how he was laying in bed and doing like uh transcendence you know i mean like you know where he could focus in on the necklace that he was wearing and he could be with this girl you know and i'm like yeah what <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you had weird stuff like that in like the i guess the 80s and 90s now people just post that shit on facebook oh my god <laughs> like, like now now people are just open about it like, uh, like, like like back then you had to hide being weird like you can't be weird like right. your social interaction with people is all you got yeah. now now people like now being weird is cool and you post yeah. that on facebook like uh, that's what you got to do and Man, we had, dude, I got this one guy. He was in my unit in 9th PSB in Okinawa. Unfortunately, he got drunk and got behind the wheel of the car and, oh. and crashed. And he was, uh, had a little bit of brain damage and was like paralyzed a little oh. bit from the waist down. A little I think bit? He can't, I think like it, like he can move his legs, but he, it's not enough for him to like walk around. Oh, shit. So wow. He has movement, but he can't like walk around. But they let him have a Facebook for some reason. And the uh, no, they let him have a Facebook like now. Like he's out oh. of the Marine Corps now. And okay. Oh, his wife was also pregnant when that he got in an accident as well. Well, I mean, it couldn't yeah, be like he had leg book or anything. Yeah, but he he's not all there. Like, he has a lot of problems. He has some brain damage from this. But he just says the most off-the-wall things on Facebook. Like, off-the-wall. Like, I know I knew this guy before, and, you know, I'm not going to play him up or anything. He wasn't the best guy. He, right. 
Obviously, he doesn't deserve what happened to him at all, especially right. as a kid. Uh, yeah, dude, he just he just posts the most off the wall. Like, it's just so random. Like, it's like the most extreme, like, Fox News propaganda type thing. Like, when someone says, like, something about Obama, we'll be like, Obama's not even a citizen. You're like, bro, like, I thought we were past this. Like, he's not even the president anymore. Like, he's not even, like, we're on to a, like, two more presidents. Like, it, he'll say, like, I don't know, just, like, the, the craziest thing sometimes. But then, but then sometimes he'll just say things just straight up doesn't make sense at all. Like, the sentence has no understanding. Like, you'll read it three times and think you're dumb for not understanding it. But you're not, because it's just so... Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking a break with me. I enjoy doing these episodes for everyone to listen to. I would like to take this opportunity to speak to you about supporting my podcast through Patreon. I have multiple tiers for you to help out with making uh, this unbeaten path a better podcast. Everything helps out. I will use this money to aid in the cost of doing this and to create a better sound and video quality as well as material. The entry level, T1, will get you early releases and entry into my Discord channel. Just go to Patreon.com, sign up, and look for The Unbeaten Path. Thank you again, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Incoherent. Oh, and, crap. Uh, yeah, but then, then, then sometimes he like says like racist things. And I'm, no. like, I'm, like, I'm like, why is this, how is this guy not banned yet? Like, if I would say anything close to that i'd be gone like i'd be uh, gone someone's reporting me hey that, there's guy, your out there's your out <laughs> i'm retarded <laughs> <You're handicapped>. oh. <laughs> yeah yeah it's bad though like and then he like i don't i don't know he probably does it to a lot of people that he was in the marine corps with but he'll send us like dms all the time and it's the most random thing ever it's wow. so random i mean it's almost comical because <laughs> yeah. the stuff but it's like sad at the same time like what is this guy doing man yeah we have one guy another D player built his own chain mail what does that mean what's it oh my god i know exactly what you're talking about and i'm not just talking about like you know a, a glove or i mean no he had full yeah. body chain mail yeah he made Dude, that from, doesn't from springs yeah that doesn't that doesn't surprise me man when i got to the schoolhouse when i mm-hmm. went to damn neck for yeah. intel school um there's these guys that had like they bought like that you know you know like that foam that's like puzzle pieces and you put down the ground for kids yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well they, they bought a bunch of that and were making like foam armor and there was like four or five oh, dudes running yeah. around in like LARPs. spartan yeah spartan yes. stuff but they were like but these guys i mean it was like larping but for the marine corps as in these guys would legit hit the shit out of each other oh my <laughs> these guys like they, they had they had they had nerf guns and they put tacks on the end of them because they like just the nerf gun wasn't fun enough like there had to be like a serious Blood. repercussion if you got hit yeah oh. so then, and then this one dude like he like got hit and it was like right in his forehead oh. and it stuck and it started bleeding down his face and he's just ah! <laughs> what makes the grass grow <laughs> <Jesus, Blood. man. laughs> The most like autism I've ever seen. It's just like, dude, right. you're bleeding. Why are we yeah. doing? He wasn't this? doing like Braveheart, was he? Freedom! Yeah, I mean, is there ripping his guts like, out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were some kids that did that, dude. I mean, that's all it was, man. We were just kids. Like we're yeah. all kids, and we have a little bit of money, and it's like, what am I gonna blow my money on? <laughs> Let's and, see how stupid I can yeah, get. Yeah, well, and, and they kind of, and you know, for for better or worse, I don't know. Like, but we didn't have a lot of freedom when we were that young and early in the Marine Corps. And I don't know if that's good or bad, but like when you leave people isolated a little bit and you 
they're gonna get no weird stuff man that's right, just right. what people do like <laughs> people think like uh, like why are there so many there, there was a lot of uh marines into D when i was in the marine corps like, okay D right. knights and stuff yeah like, someone like the, like there's weird like marine like military like people get into weird stuff like the things that are like the fringe of society like i mean yeah. i think the music like the music that the people in the military live like a lot of people listen yeah. to mainstream stuff it's always like fringy stuff yeah i, I listen to let's see well everything i listened to was at the time postmodern or it was yeah. uh well even punk i was listening to black flag sex pistols uh mm-hmm. well social distortion yeah the you rebels know, of the time yeah right yeah, yeah. absolutely well, those are the people that i hung out with too <laughs> <laughs> except for oh i mean uh except for yeah pat he uh yeah he listened to uh uh hip-hop he was a break dancer yeah. actually from new york yeah yeah see and you get things like that too because you're, you're taking people from multiple different places all over the country right but you'll, you'll get like like i don't know like i never I never thought dancing was that big of a deal. Like never thought dancing was like, like no one really dances. Like, and then I get in the Marine Corps and I go to like oh my God. bigger bars yeah. and stuff and it's big. Like that's yeah. what people do. They want to dance. Like, yep. and, and every generation has like, you know, the worst, you know, craziest way of dancing. It only gets worse and worse. And, and <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, major change of subject. You know, it's your uncle's birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday, Uncle Keith. <laughs> there you go. God, he's got to be, let's see, 70, 51? 51? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a sad part. He's my little brother. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Well, you know, I know how you guys always say, like, when you hear our age, yeah. and you're like, oh, man, I'm getting old, because you guys are, you know, in your late 20s now, they're like, now, like, it's getting to that point where I hear your guys' age, and I'm like, damn, I'm getting <laughs> up there, too, man. Yeah. Like, I'm already, I'm over halfway through my 20s, like, oh, man. Well, I mean, hey, you know, I mean, it's it goes by a lot faster than you think. Yeah, it do it really does. You know, uh, uh, Strawn, uh, yeah, from work. He talked right. to me about this, and it's like when you're four years old, you feel like five minutes is forever. Yeah, and it's because your concept of time is literally four years. Yeah, that's all you. That's that's your whole understanding. So time is going by slower for you because you don't have an experience with time. Right. And. So like when you're, when I was, you know, 16 and I'm like, man, I can't wait to go on my own. And yeah. Mom yeah. And dad and do, all, you know, do what run. I want. Yeah, do what I want. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but like, and it feels like forever. It really, it really does when you're that age. Like it really feels like it's yeah. taking so long. to produce Oh God, dude, I remember waiting for Christmas. You know, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and it's like, <laughs> my God, it's like 24 hours away. You know, what the, yeah. you know, uh, it's a lifetime. Yeah. 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 It really felt that way as a, as a kid, man. Like, yeah, I couldn't even sleep sometimes. I was like, I'm good. It's Christmas. I'm going to get some presents. I know parent, my parents are going to be like the cool video game I've been wanting. Like, I right, know. right. It's like, I'm excited. And it took, it felt like forever. Now, now, dude, now it's like, holy shit, it's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, it's like March. And you know, yeah. you're thinking, damn, only nine more months till Christmas. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where does time go? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 every time I realize what month it is, or what I'll do is I'll realize what month it is. And then I'll, then I'll, in my head, I'll be like, of 2021. Yeah. It's already March of 2021. Like, yeah. we're already three months into yeah. this new year. Like, God damn. Man. It's already why a quarter over. Like, yeah. Like, why is it going so fast? Like, like, what the hell? Well, wait, wait till you're 50 something, you know, 53. Yeah, because you're, yeah. you're 20, 25 or 26 years older than me. Yeah. That's well, basically well, double yeah. my age. Right. I'm technically double your age. So when I was your age, yeah. I had you, you know. Yeah, that means I will never be half your age ever again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. Thanks. Well, that's no, that's bad for me, too. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
Time to break this out. <laughs> the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it, and hey, I mean, seriously, I mean, well, okay, think about, uh, you know, like Grandpa Colclasure, how fast time could have been going by for him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just like, you know, well, okay, when I was in prison, and, you know, it was like, okay, well, instead of thinking about how many years I've got left to do, you know, maybe I should, or, you know, instead of thinking how many, you know, days I've got to do, maybe I should think of like months and weeks, and you break your time up that all different kinds of ways. So when you're getting short, you know, and, you know, you're like, okay, man, I've got, I've got to work here for, you know, another six months, you know, okay, let's break that down into weeks, you know, let's break that back down into days, you know, you know, then you get down into your last couple of weeks, and you're breaking it down into hours, you know, mm -hmm. but Einstein had a theory on no time, check that out when you get the chance, it's okay. called no time theory or something like that, I mean, it's him, and apparently Steve Jobs actually focused in on this too, so there's some concept of time is really relative, yeah, you know? I mean, it's like Einstein said, yeah. So like, okay, like Strom was saying, yeah, if you're four years old, five minutes seems like a long time. Yeah, because that's an actual percentage of your life. You know, mm -hmm. now, you know, when you're 50 years old, five minutes is not even a full, you know, percent. You know, yeah. it's, it's like, it's like a hundredth of a percent, you know, or something. Yeah, it's like nothing. Right. It's like a Satoshi. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, did you see Bitcoin, man? Dude, was, I, uh, I got my stimmy. Oh, my yeah, stimmy. oh, you mother. Ow. That's right, dude. Ugh. Jimmy Jimmy gave me the stimmy. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I bought I bought like uh, fifty bucks of Bitcoin. All right, that's like, it. I want... Yeah, but I got I got to fix my car. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, dude, take it to a good mechanic though. You know, that's the plan. Well, I, I mean, is that the plan? I, I I'm gonna take it to the bad one. <laughs> right, he's cheap. <laughs> no, what I mean is is take him take it to an honest mechanic because yeah, a lot of times you know you get into places like we were talking about, and I mean you know they're gonna tell you. You know, they're going to start talking to you a little bit about mechanics and they're going to be like, okay, this guy has no clue. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Yeah. $900 just to fix that uh, windshield wiper. Sorry, bro. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's yeah, like, well, I, I mean, I, when, when I first, uh, when I got this car and I was out here in the, you know, in the Marine Corps, when I needed to take my car to get fixed or whatever, right? I just went to Firestone or like okay. a, a corporate type or like just a brand name, like a brand mm -hmm. mechanic place. And just because I knew they were well known and, you know, I didn't think they'd rip me off because like, they make a lot of money because they have a big company. Why do they need to rip people off type thing? Well, um, they do. Yeah. but Commission but, mainly. Yeah. And I, I don't felt like I, I, I've probably been ripped off and just didn't realize it a few right. times in my life. Um, but I, I felt like most of the time I didn't get ripped off until like this Firestone that I just went to out here. Yeah, and man, that, that was, that's crazy. And I, I, I don't so know. Like, I, I mean, know. I'm not, I don't know a lot about mechanics. I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not, a, I own a car. I'm not a car guy. Yeah. You know, I, I just want a car to get me to and from. I like, you know, being comfortable and all that, but uh, I don't know like the inner workings of how a car works. I need like well, basic like, stuff. Just okay. the basics. Like your Uncle Keith. He was driving along, something moved out in front of him. He hit it with a, like a Hyundai. Mm -hmm. Okay. He took it to a collision shop in Jacksonville and they told him, oh, it's going to cost $1,800, mm -hmm. you know, to fix all this. And he's like, damn. So he's like, okay. So he gets all the insurance company. He says, hey, they're going to, you know, charge me this. I said, okay, you got a hundred dollar deductible and some taxes. You know, we'll give you sixteen eighty five, and it's like okay. So he takes the money and he's like goes online to eBay, gets all the parts that he has to have to fix it, costing three hundred and seventy five dollars. Wow! And he YouTube videos, and he did it himself. YouTube videos. Yeah, he's he's pretty handy with stuff. He is. He is. Yeah, he can. Yeah, I I mean I have been watching a lot more YouTube lately. I find myself um, how to videos. Yeah, just how to. Yeah. Like honestly, like this sounds dumb, but like I'll look up how to videos for cooking all the oh, time. Oh, heck yeah. All heck yeah. I do it yeah. all the time. Oh, 
I'll even, I mean, there's some recipes that I find that I'll watch the same one over and I'll be like, yeah, I want this, however this tasted and I'll write it down. And, and after you do it, you know, you do it three or four times. Like, I just remember that. I remember mm-hmm. that like recipe and uh, that's nice. It's nice now having like a, I don't know, I could probably make 10 or 12 different meals off the offhand. Wow. Right that's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I never, you know, I never really cooked growing up and I yeah. didn't really have, have to do that. Um, well, you did was, one time. I don't know what you were doing when you busted the glass top on the stove. Oh, I might have been making ramen noodles, maybe, maybe? or eggs. I made egg sandwiches. Yeah. What the hell? Okay, look, dude, you're 27. Yeah. Okay. What happened to the stove? Dude, I don't. I don't even remember that, this, man. You know, okay, you remember that white stove? It was a glass top. Yeah. And me and your mom were out doing something. You know. What did I work. say happened? You said a pan fell on it. Okay. Well, was I pulling a pan off from the top or something? There's, I don't even should, remember this, dude. You you dropped the pan, or you seriously don't remember this? No. no. Was this at the house oh, Frederick. grade school? Frederick? Fre- yeah. When we come home, and I mean, the whole top was shattered. Was I in high school? Maybe. You might have been seventh, eighth grade. I don't know, dude. Or junior high or high. I'm not sure. Yeah, I honestly okay. don't remember. All right. Because I'm, I, yeah, I was like, man, what the, you know, and I, I was like, years later, I'm going to ask you, you know, what happened. This, you know? <laughs> oh, I'm you sorry. Know. I don't remember. I'd tell you, but. I well, mean, yeah. I could probably lied. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah. I probably lied so well I convinced myself. Yeah. <laughs> the pan okay. fell, dude. Okay. <laughs> it was up here, it fell down, you know. Yeah. It, it <laughs> fell when I threw it, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we we're, you probably were mad at Call of Duty or something and slammed the pan. Yeah, but down. I, I wouldn't I don't know. I would I, if anything, I would just drop my controller or something or break the controller. I would never <laughs> I know I never broke a controller, but I would right. get mad and squeeze my controller sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But uh um, Wait, were, you, never, were you like those memes, you know, like it was all your face was red and like tears were coming out of your eyes? Like, no, no, I never cried over a, I never cried lost <laughs> or anything, but I would get angry. Oh, I mean, yeah. hey, that, uh, I mean, Call of Duty was vicious, man. Like you'd get on there on the headsets and it's pretty much a bunch of teenagers in, in a room and they're just all talking shit to each other. That's all it is. And one like, creepy old dude. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, there's a few creepy old people. And then, I mean, there's most people there aren't creepy and weird. They're just right. want to play the game. Yeah. Um. But you do, it is weird. You'll find like, you'll be like a 14 year old and you're playing with like a 24 year old and you're like, this is weird, but we're both good at the game. So like, you know, it's for, it's like, it's weird, but like no one cares what your age is at the moment. They just want to win. Like, hey, right. I don't care if this kid. I don't care 14. if you're six years old, die. Yeah. Like get out there. We need you. <laughs> I don't know. Cause you know, you get, I don't know. Video games kind of draw you in, you get into it. And yeah. uh, it's fun. It, it, it fun. Just like, honestly, it was really fun. Like being able to talk smack online. It was so oh, yeah. fun. What, whatever happened to that Canadian kid? I can't even uh, his name is Morgan. I'm still That's friends it. with him. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. Yeah, he would probably be my oldest friend that I'm still in contact with. Uh, but yeah, he used uh, to send me pictures of him smoking weed, dude. Yeah, Dad, yeah, you, were you were weird. You were weird. Yeah, why are you friends with him on Snapchat? <laughs> I don't know. Just See, you're the weird one. Yeah, I don't know what it was with you, but you added everyone that I was like had. I that would. I mean, they were my friend. Yeah. But you would add my friends on Snapchat. And I everyone, still do. to this day, dude, to this day, when I tell people, like, my dad just snapped me. And they're like, your dad has Snapchat? <laughs> like, everyone is surprised. Like, really? I don't think my parents even know what that is. Oh, wow. Wow. No, I mean. I, You're more I in the like, loop than you think, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a Facebook whore. You yeah, know? You, yeah. You have way too many friends on Facebook. Heck, yeah. Uh, hell, I'm maxed out, man. I'm, a matter of fact, I need to check, see if I need to add some more people. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I wish I get that many followers though, man. Jesus. 
Yeah, Twitter's Twitter's weird. Yeah. Um, Instagram, it's all about them. Either you're posting boobs, ass, or memes. That's what? that's what gets. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it! I'm just that's on memes. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't see the, the you didn't scroll over and see the right. other part. Yeah. Damn it. But no, like like girls like become Instagram models. Like they 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 become like relatively famous all the time just by posting well them on their Instagram and uh, that Sounds probably. Um, but then, uh, yeah, and then memes. Like people, people love the memes. I think that's what most people on Facebook are there for nowadays. Like yeah. uh, my Facebook is somewhat people posting like family stuff. Yeah. Now it might be Facebook's algorithm, just because like I don't, you know, I'm as much as it's, it's cool seeing my high school buddy with his third kid. I just don't care. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking of, you know, me and your mom aren't getting any younger, bro. I, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Uh, I don't know, maybe, you know, give up the gaydom and, and uh, <laughs> get married, have some kids. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. I'm uh, okay. trying. They quit swinging running them and, off. Swinging and missing out here. Well, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. Oh, man. Well, yeah. what? When you're broke. Broke. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy. Man, I think I'm coming down with COVID. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. You should go into a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know the one. I, know I hear you. One. Man, I, I know believe, a guy, he'll send you. I can't believe Cuomo is still around, man. Dude, it's uh, pretty crazy. Uh, there's Cuomo, uh, Gavin Newsom's taking Newsom. He's, he's, he's about to be recalled, it looks like. And then, um, uh, what's her name? Whit, Whitmore, Whitmire. Um, she's Michigan. in Michigan. Yeah. Um, she's looked like they're doing impeachment processes on her. Good. And yeah, so it's like the, the and they were called like the big three throughout these lockdowns. Like these are the ones that were like the face and leading the lockdown throughout the country. So like yeah, it's really cool watching them kind of go down. Like I kind yeah. I don't know how bad they're gonna go down, but I feel like they'll kind of lose political respect. Now they got to, they got this guy in Illinois. He's running for governor, which his name is Roper. He's ex sheriff, you know, and he was live. He goes live every Tuesday night. So I'm I'm watching him and I'll, I'll type in questions, you know. Because this guy will not come on my podcast, or it may not be him; it may be his press secretary. Because she finally got a hold of me, and she's like, "Mr. Roper does not have time to do a podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, isn't that 15 minutes? Are you freaking kidding me?" Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I'm sure it's probably because you know, like I had the Proud Boys on, you know, or maybe an online sex worker. Which these are people, yeah. And I mean, whether they're right or wrong, I mean, or whether they're just media, you know, pawns, you know, yeah. I mean, it just, uh, I don't know. But yeah, so anyway, he won't come on my show. So I post up questions on his life and he actually gets a hold of a couple, you know, but you can tell it's it's the typical answer, you know. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you know, okay, so, uh, you know, do you think that uh, politicians should be held, held accountable for their po political actions, you know? And he's like, oh yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, every, you know, nobody is above the law. Nobody is above the law. Kind of sounded like Nixon, but, um, you know, it's like, you know, it's like, okay. So I said, okay, what would be your idea of a punishment for a governor that oversteps his limits as a governor? And I, and I didn't put Pritzker's name in there. I wanted to, but he yeah. wouldn't answer. He would not answer. He skipped right over. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, damn it. Yeah. And he starts talking about, you know, deadly force. I'm like, okay. I said, do you feel the deadly force is, uh, you know, uh, do you think deadly force should be used in a nonviolent crime? Oh, absolutely not. You know, unless it escalates. You know, and I'm like, oh, the disclaimer, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's he's gonna be no different. Yeah, than, yeah. and I don't even just—it's not even real answers. It's just yeah. politically 
correct answers yeah. in his mind where it's like he can it's like them it's like they're lawyering lawyering their way out of a question where that's right they put yeah. these little disclaimers in there and you're like oh what does that mean and they're like oh you never know and like just pass over it like right you know, and i never i never wanted him on the show to you know like put him on the coals or anything yeah, like course, that you know i just wanted him to get out there and, and talk and, and tell me about his political platform yeah you know hey yeah. maybe he might be different but uh yeah no, so you're asking you're probably asking questions that uh he's not used to or well, um, any politician is used to. Right, right. I mean, you know, but I mean, damn it, you know, just come on the show. Fifteen minutes—that's all I'm asking. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Of, shit. <laughs> you working tomorrow? There? It's uh, eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow we have on Adam Kokesh. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've been I've been jamming on some of your podcasts. So, oh, he says that our podcasts are too long. Oh well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're actually. We're actually kind of doing like a re, not like complete revamp, but our hundredth episode is coming soon. Right. And um, we're we're gonna do some special things for it, and we're gonna change our intro. Oh, really? Um, good. We're gonna. Um, I think we're going to. So we're trying to put out like an hour long episode, at least one hour long episode every week. But then we're gonna try to do like thirty minute episodes, um, uh, paired with those. So it'll be like two episodes a week, but it's more like one and a half at least. Like we're gonna make sure we at least get a half hour episode out. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because Keith was saying like. Uh... You know, he's got like 40 minute drive. Yeah. You know, and so he'll listen to part of it on the way there and then yeah. try to squeeze in the rest of it afterwards. And yeah. he says he really likes, uh, oh man, I'm not going to pronounce this guy's name right. Dan Bergino. I don't know. Oh my God. He's famous, dude. He's, he's, Sorry, he's a little oh, bald headed dude. Yeah. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know who you're talking oh, about. Man. I'm, I, I, I can't, can't say his name, but I know exactly who you're talking yeah. about. His episodes, he says, are about uh, 45 minutes to an hour long. But during his episodes, he has four to five commercials where he talks about a product for like yeah. two, three minutes. So he can skip those. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it cuts it down. So one one of his episodes is one trip to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Woods is like 30 minutes to 40 minutes long. And that's his idea, too. Is like most people only have like at max a 30 to 40 minute commute to work. Right, right. And I get that. But I mean, like, OK, I was talking to this girl, Ray, for my last episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, she she has that podcast. She's out of like Tucson, Arizona, and you know it's kind of bubbly, but it's kind of dark. So, but uh, I was talking to her, and dude, we we talked for like almost four hours. Oh, wow. You know, she was from way well Waverly, where I grew up at originally. You know, she moved around. I worked with her mother, you know, at the restaurant. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it was like crazy, man. So you know, so we we're just catching up, talking about all kinds of different stuff. You know, I mean, it's just like, you know, pretty soon I look down at the watch, and it's like, oh my god, it's been four hours you know so we had some technical problems during there i lost some of the episode which yeah dude this computer was like freaking out on me that during it i would freeze and i'm like okay bad connection no it was this computer and i mean the entire i had to shut it down reboot it and you know but i'd catch you know pieces of it so i I, I worked all week long splicing this thing together you know taking out a lot of the bullshit you know, that, that, you know, nobody cares about, you know, like the color of my socks or something. Yeah. And, um, you know, so, I mean, it's like, you know, boom. And then I got it down to like just under three hours, about two and a half. So, okay. yeah, which was pretty cool. I, I, I learned some editing tricks a little bit. Oh. And yeah. Yeah. So well, that's you know, another thing where you might be hiring uh, someone to edit a podcast. Hey, you know what? Free rent. I'd do it. Free rent. <laughs> I don't know where to put you. Ah, you got four. Oh my no. god. 
can we at least live like we have some class? Okay. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> well, okay. I can sleep with Nick. What's wrong no. with you? <laughs> I'll see if he goes for it. Uh, he, might. Hey. he might. He might. I'm going to him. Yeah, I got I checked out your guys' podcast and everything. So, yeah. I'm trying to get your sister to do me a logo. Like draw it or video yeah. or edit it? Draw it. Draw it. A logo. That's so, cool. yeah, she's she's been working on it for a little bit. And, um, she sent me some of the stuff and it's like really, really cool. I'm like, that's awesome. She goes, I'm not done. Like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to do, I want to do like a window sticker, you yeah. know, for like merch and maybe bumper sticker and, uh, you know, t-shirt. Bumper sticker would be cool. Yeah. 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 Well, like, you know how they do the window stickers. Yeah. You know, it's like my family and my yeah, zombie family. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just different stuff. And, you know, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. And I'm like, I need the money. I got to go move. You know? <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, so if anybody's listening to this podcast, I need funds to move, and it's going to cost a lot. So yeah, you're going to be reuniting a man with his son. Yes, there you go. <laughs> reuniting a man with his son, two two Marine Corps veterans. There you go. There you go. Back in Arizona, he's a war veteran. <laughs> Hell yeah! Send your money. <laughs> <laughs> you should you shouldn't even like think of it first no no you should be proud to give your money <laughs> oral roberts said so if i don't raise six million dollars <laughs> you know that's i was like i was like man i wish i wish i didn't think the way i did because i feel like i could play into the vet card oh really man. hard but as like woke like oh <laughs> we <laughs> We need pregnant women in the military. That's like, right. Sexist. Like. <laughs> because they are beneficial to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> dude, did you see that video of that colonel? No. Oh, dude. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you missed the drama. So Tucker Carlson uh, was just criticizing the military because they were, they, uh, I don't know, like he was basically criticizing the pr- pregnant women as in like maybe they shouldn't be on front lines. Maybe they should be back. And then like maybe – um he was also critical of like, uh, you know, what kind of incentive is it that you join the military and then say six months later you get pregnant and now you're basically out of commission for nine to oh my god longer than that yeah, yeah like, like twelve a year yeah like twelve yeah. months you get like a whole like in most contracts are four years so that's like one fourth of the entire contract you're yeah. you're basically off and it's like that you know that's a reasonable thing to talk about like <laughs> they, they um but they he got criticized. And this colonel in the Marine Corps decided he was going to go on uh, Twitter and post a video about how basically he just said, Tucker Carlson doesn't know anything about being in the Marine Corps. And I'll tell you what I know after my 28 years of service. <laughs> and, you know, the old like. Um, was he Marine Corps? Were, you, what? Was he Marine Corps colonel? Yeah. Oh, that's bullshit. Okay. Yeah. This guy's a Marine. 28 years and, and he's only a colonel? Yeah, I, I have. I don't know. Maybe he wasn't a colonel. I don't know oh. what his rank was. He was a higher officer for sure. I, I okay. forgot exactly. Um, uh, but he goes off in this whole spiel. About was his how, name uh, Jessup? Colonel Jessup? Maybe. You can't handle the truth. No. Okay. Right. God damn it, Dad. <laughs> Anyways, this guy goes on this whole spiel about how, you know, we need all these women serve honorably and Tucker doesn't know what she's talking about. And uh, I, I, But it was like weird because it was like, I don't, honestly, I don't think you should be commenting about this like it's a Tucker Carlson's a political commentator right and right. you know this is politics and you shouldn't be you know you're you're in the military you should be talking about what the civilians discourse about like you should keep in your this uh 
to yourself. Yeah. And um, well, then there was a major from the army, I believe, and she was on CNN and she was talking to Don Lemon. And in this interview, uh, she was critical of Tucker Carlson as well, but she stated that, you know, in most cases that the, the military would stay out of commentating on this. Um, but it, it's but we had a lot of support from our leadership to talk about this and, and get this, um, you know, voice our opinions. You know, it's really nice to see a military or a future where we can we can voice our opinions about these things. And uh, I was like, oh, my God, like they, she said it right there. Like that came from the leadership from the wow. top. Wow. And I don't I don't know if you know, I don't know if that's like. The, the generals or if that's like the secretary of the navy or the secretary of defense like i don't know how high that is exactly right. but um she basically said that the leadership in the military is encouraging them to speak out for this woke woke culture against you know women and minorities and all of this well i mean you know and seriously you know when i was in the corps we had we had a lot of women and there were several of them i mean that were straight up beast dude I yeah. mean, they put a lot of male Marines to shame. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, this one girl, she was a wireman. Okay. Yeah. And she was probably, she was probably six, two, maybe, maybe six, one. And she was packing around. Okay. Which 26 pair of cable on a reel. Yeah. Okay. So they probably weigh a good, I don't know, 50 to 75 pounds. I don't even remember, but she was taking them and throwing them in the back of a five ton. Like they were damn. nothing like ugh, one arm in them, you know, just, ugh. You know, I mean, she would have been the classic case of a Wookiee, you know, yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, it's like, holy smokes. I mean, you know, and now, you know, actually, if I'm not mistaken, and I hope I'm not lying, I think uh, before I left Camp Lejeune, she was pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Which was like, holy, that poor bastard. You know, <laughs> it, 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 you would think it would surprise you, but when I was in, it didn't surprise me. Like, oh, men dude. got desperate, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. I had a couple of buddies that were up in Adak, Alaska, and they said there was one girl on the island, Oof. and she was a she was a wildebeest, dude. It get, no. That could get that could get violent. One, and, yeah, one, oh yeah, and, yeah, violent. one. And they said, you know, you know, first, you know, two months you're there, you're like, oh, what the, Ugh. you know, and is that a mustache? Does she have a mustache? What the, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it goes after your first two months, though. You're like, you know, I might buy her a drink. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah for sure and you know i like honestly like people like people say it's not like a good like it's not an excuse but like when you add like just just being in the military and just men has its own problems mm -hmm. uh you know sexual assault is still pretty high among men on men in, in the military like it's not like yeah. sexual assault goes away if you eliminate all of the females uh, they'll just start raping each other <laughs> you know, i saw that twice i saw that twice in the court really uh, yeah yeah male on male sexual assault and then i saw i saw it once when i was on ship going down to acapulco this marine corps i guess captain decided he was a little frisky that night and got a hold of a lance corporal and lance corporal beat the shit out of him oh and yeah i mean like 28 stitches across his forehead this dude was in the brig on ship the captain no the, the marine corps captain yeah oh okay yeah well, that's, and, that's good that's yeah good. And that was the last I ever heard of that one. Then there was, uh, I had already gotten out and I'd left. And there was a, a, a guy, I guess it got really freaking hammered. And one of the corporals there, I guess he was still a corporal, um, decided to help him to his room. And yeah. 
I guess his roommate decided, you know, hey, man, I'm, I'm going to go check on old boy, open up the door, and the corporal was, you know, right there at uh, penetration moment, you know. Oh, my God. And this dude was passed out in the bed. I mean, it was Jesus. like, yeah. And I don't ever know what ha- – I don't know what happened. I know what happened to the kid. I mean, he, you know, got in trouble for alcohol abuse. I do know that. And, uh, yeah, but I don't know. The guy know. that almost got raped? Yeah. Got in trouble for alcohol abuse. Absolutely. He was way too drunk. Goddamn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, I don't ever know what happened to the corporal, though. You know, I mean, it was kind of really wasn't talked about, I guess. Yeah, I never uh, I never really heard that much about men on men so much mm-hmm. when I was in. I don't know. I, I might, you know, honestly, it might. I don't know if I'd tell anyone. <laughs> like, like, it's okay, man. You're in a safe place. You can talk about yeah. It. <laughs> like, but, but honestly, like, you know, it's probably not something as a dude you want to go around telling people, like, hey, I got raped by another dude. Like, right, right. And, and but uh but yes I, I mean there's a few stories i've heard but it, nothing that like i i personally knew actually happened um but i've definitely like there's definitely always cases of uh sexual assault between men and women right like, right and sometimes i mean mainly it was men on women but there was a few cases it was woman on man and i was like whoa never heard that one before. somebody would complain what the hell it, yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> yeah that's what you get but i mean um, not, there was a, there was a girl in lejeune swear i'm down she was raped you know nobody believed her but yeah you know you never you know it's hard to tell man like um especially when we were going through like they would give like sexual assault classes of like basically teaching us how not to rape someone (laughs) but uh (laughs) no sign uh, this sign this right here saying it's okay yeah but um but like they were very very broad on their definition of what can be considered uh sexual assault like you know they they basically they didn't exactly say it but they would frame it in the way as like well if you're drinking and the other person's drinking and you guys uh have sex well that's basically you know it's it could be sexual assault like sexual assault yeah, it, could, it could be and i was like that's that's very possible but you're telling yeah. a bunch of young 20 21 year olds that like to go drink and go go look at pretty women and hang out and pick up pretty girls and usually that involves alcohol like yeah. that's so like you got to be you got to be in reality you got to be in reality here we can't this is, we can't this have, is why we, they need to bring prostitution back <laughs> well i mean <laughs> that's what thing that, that was the thing in okinawa that i mean i know some people did but um i don't think um i don't know i don't think the marine corps did a very good job of like i mean i mean i think in general most people know like what's the difference between consensual and non-consensual well, like, you gotta, you gotta look at the, you, gotta, you gotta look at the history on this i mean you're talking years upon years and decades upon decades of that was your that was your job you know you would go in you would take and i mean talking even centuries you would oh, take like over village yes that was yeah. that was i mean you know not only the marine corps way but the you know the roman way the, the barbarian way the mongol way yeah. You know, I mean, you know, some of the great, great militaries of There's the world. There's even cases of like the North doing that to the South. It, in, it, in, in the South doing it to the North. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. And I mean, it, it's called the spoils of war, you know. Yeah. So yeah, you train and you train and you train. What you were trained in the Marine Corps, what I was trained in the Marine Corps was trained by the guys that, that fought at Tripoli, well, on ships. Yeah. You know, their and, traditions and the, their down. tradition, by, you know, granted, it's diluted. You know, yeah, but I mean, sure. I guarantee you, there's still still some seed information. You know, and I'm not saying you know that the Marine Corps is coming out and saying, "Look, I want you guys to go out in town and I want you to tear everything up." You know, but yeah, I mean, I a, here's a perfect one, a perfect example of this. When um, after World War II, when we were occupying Japan, mm-hmm. uh, sexual assault and, uh, and, and rape charges were going up because, well, American soldiers were 
were going in and raping Japanese women. And the Japanese government implemented, uh, I forgot what it was called because the name of it's actually really funny, but basically they installed government-ran brothels around where the uh, bases were. And th- so they would let the Marines go off and let off some steam or soldiers, right. whatever, go off and let, let off some steam. Well, like the Romans did the same thing. Yeah. And government on, operated. Yeah. yeah. And I think honestly, you know, um, you know, Japan is like, you know, everyone thinks like, oh, Japan's cool with prostitution. Like, no, it's kind of like, uh, it's a very political, like hot topic. Like, it's not like, it's not one of those things where it's like, everyone's cool with it. Like, it's kind of frowned upon in this society. Like, you're still lower uh, level class in society. It used to be, it used to be, it's better to be a whore than it is to sure. be living on the street. You know? sure. Oh, it's still that. Yeah. Like, okay. it's still that. It's not like I'm saying like, they're the worst, uh, lowest level right, right. in okay. society. I'm just saying that like, it's not like an ideal job that people imagine so being in like you kind I want of, to go to school to be a whore yeah and i'm sure that's <laughs> right, happened right. in some cases i'm yep. sure that's happened but it's it, it, i'm pretty sure like the because okinawa is so occupied by the military i mean like the entire island has a base somewhere on it right. um the okinawa leader whatever he is um governor whatever he he was like we're legalizing prostitution and like they i guess he got a lot of pushback from that but he was like you know uh I, like that that was his argument it was like sexual assault is pretty rampant here and yeah. i'd like to lower it and you know people can argue like you know it's probably not good that people go to brothels it's probably right. not a good thing but like outlawing it and straight up banning it has can can have problems into your society too like uh, and you know you, i could argue like oh well you know the marine corps and the military shouldn't be there anyways like we shouldn't be occupying you can make that argument but like what the situation is right now like it's probably better for the japanese people to have brothels well, around yeah. their area and strip clubs and whatever and you and know and you, you know what the neocon answer to that is right what those women didn't want to be raped they wouldn't be there god damn <laughs> <laughs> why why do you know the neocon answer for things it's what we study you know what <laughs> Yeah. neocon meetings you know we sit around yeah. pull each other's buds and well i mean that's just it, it, it's just the i don't know like the it's like the slogans that get trickled down yeah it's like what sticks with the common man you know it's the slogans that <laughs> right, stick. it's right. like the whole sentence or the whole concept isn't white people like it's like the kind of like well you know they're we we fight them over there so we don't have to fight them over here yeah and, that, and that's easy logic for anyone to understand and comprehend that yeah. like that's like oh that makes sense just like the politics right here just like the politics buttons that used to be around yeah you know yeah. i like mike how easy is that yeah yeah you go to the poll i like mike too yeah <laughs> oh, hope and change yeah i was huh? hope oh, I hell yeah that wasn't change this place yeah. sucks <laughs> yeah yeah let's get some change in here <laughs> I, I don't know why that stuff works i mean but on some level like People if i see a slogan that you know, speaks to me or speaks about something that I care about, I'll be like, yeah, like it means something because it means something to me. Right. Like I, and it's weird how. Well, it's just like, it's just like the neocons though, you know, with the, with the bombings, you know, well, you know, if, if, if they didn't want to be obliterated, you know, and vaporized, they shouldn't have been there. You know, I yeah. mean, it's only their fucking country, you know, yeah. but, uh, yeah. you know, and it's just like, okay, last neocon meeting I went to. Right. And, and this guy's like, look, man, if you didn't want your dick sucked, you wouldn't be here. I'm like, oh, you're right. <laughs> oh my god! I hope a neocon's listening. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, but like, honestly, like, 
there's this one guy, and uh, I actually kind of like him. He's a, more of a libertarian type, but he, he he's one of those libertarians that thinks that it's better to be in the Republican Party and and, and make change that way, which is fine. I, I see value in that. And, yeah. You know, a lot of things I agree with him on, but for some reason, and he 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 justifies like the the killing of civilians and the, the nuclear bomb on Japan, like. Uh. Like I understand, like when when you when you frame it down to like you know we had to do it to save our people because we would have had to invade it. It would have cost more lives on both sides. That's a, that's what that's a you know uh, a logic I heard. Um, but he but it's annoying. It's not like I've heard that argument before, and I'm okay when people make that. But when a libertarian makes that argument that it's better for us to kill those people, it's like I don't know because you're supposed to take it as an individual level, and I don't think a lot of those people, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure some people supported the war. I mean, hell, there's people invading their country. Of course, they might support their government. Like, they don't know who the right. invaders are. And a lot of those people didn't really have a choice in the matter. Yeah. They don't have a choice if your country goes to war. And I understand, you know, you know, there, there is that argument of like the war could have gone on longer, whatever. And, that, and like okay. those ones I can understand, even though I think they're wrong and can be proven wrong. I just think that like, I don't know when he argued that like, it's okay for us to bomb innocent people because of a group of these group of state people over here that we're not bombing, we're bombing the people. It's just, right. like, I, that seems wrong to me. Okay. So Gulf War. Okay. Yeah. We're there. And a, a guy, Iraqi is surrenders. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're moving up, we're moving up and he surrenders and he's like, stop, wait, I'm from Chicago. What? They're like, what? He's got an Illinois driver's license from Chicago. He said, I just came over here to visit my family before the Gulf War started. So he actually went over there like, you know, July of wow. you know, 19, 1990. He like drafted? It was more than a draft, yeah. But yeah, he was actually forced into the Iraqi army. Now, he says he never fired a shot, you know. Okay. Well, of course. And a lot I would of say that. Sure. I mean, I'll, yeah. It could be true, but I would say that to you too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he was technically an innocent civilian caught up in the, in the war. So he was an American civilian? He was an American citizen. Okay, I just didn't know. I, 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 even, or... I, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think he was even born in the U.S. Wow. Yeah, Holy he went God. over to visit family that were Iraqi, which they do. I mean, and, and oh, yeah. not, not trying to sound racist, but a lot of the Arabic, the Pakistanis, the you know Indians, the Iraqis, Saudis, they all come to the United States or they all go and visit family in their home country. And oh, yeah, especially, sure. especially during like Ramadan uh, season and when they do their uh, pilgrimage to Mecca, you know, they, they will, mm -hmm. you know, they'll all go there and they'll spend like a month, two months there. You know, it's like, okay, my VA doctor, you know, once a month, every year she's gone. She went back to Pakistan. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and they do that. They, they make long trips there. So getting caught up in a war is very easy. You know, yeah, being an innocent, yeah. innocent yeah. civilian, you know, oh, yeah. well, you know, you're here, you're, you're joining our military. Same thing with the Nazis. Yeah, yeah, I have actually, I mean, I don't know, I'm sure this probably happened uh, some level in, in World War II, but um, the, in, in Saving Private Ryan, there's a scene, actually, where they just took the beach, um, and they're moving in inland after they took the beach on D-Day. And there's a scene where these uh, two guys are running, and they put their hands up, and they're speaking oh, yeah. a foreign language, but they're speaking like, uh, Chechen or like I, I forgot what the language it's a foreign language that Hitler invaded right. and he forced these people into his army mm -hmm. and they're surrendering and saying they're not German they they got forced here and then the U.S. soldier straight kills them right 
Now, do like you remember horror. you remember my aunt Les and her husband Ron? Yes. Okay. Ron's uncle was in World War II. Okay. He was in the SS. Wow. He had no choice but to yeah. join. It's either join the join. Okay, well, you're a good German, so we're gonna put you in the SS. Oh, you don't want to go? Oh, you don't like your family? What? Yeah, yeah. No, so we, yeah, I, I talked about this before. Like, you know, like people criticize Germany for their history. And Germany, like, but Germany is a like they have a very long history. German is the German language is older than English and yeah. Spanish. Mm -hmm. uh, they have a they have a long history of like doing great things for the world. Germanic and, wars, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, but they get and but they get pinned because they had you know Nazi Germany and um, but how much people don't realize like how much power did the people in Germany like have and like even even like Jews that would round up other jews right. and, and and turn them in you know people get very desperate when their lives and their families lives are on the line okay. when it goes when it goes down between like the group of jews over here that i kind of know they're in my community and i see them a lot or okay. my children right. i'm going to turn in those people okay that would be like me right now well not right now but like okay say when you and your sister were younger okay mm -hmm. and the you know taliban or ISIS or ISIL or whoever, you know, came up and said, look, man, we want you to put on this bomb and we want you to, you know, detonate it in, uh, you know, the St. Louis mall, you know, on, on a Sunday, you know, yeah. before Christmas, you know, yeah. and I mean, you know, okay. And I'd be like, Oh, hell no. You know, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, you don't like your family. Mm -hmm. You know, and that, that changes everything right there. I mean, yeah. I mean, it does. I mean, you would, you would be like, damn, you know, what do, what do you do now? You know, yeah. so a and, lot of people, a lot of people would go and, and, and do what they were told, you know, and, and dude, in North Korea, they don't just punish your you or your intermediate family. They go like three, like three oh. out, like they'll, they'll punish your third cousin for something you do. Oh, shit. Yeah. And like, so it's actually kind of interesting that they, they, they raise these kids and the people in North Korea that every day or once a week, I'm not sure exactly, but they have to stand up in front of the entire community and announce a law that they broke or a sin that they committed. And um, after you admit it, everyone shames you. And then you move on to the next person and you do this. They, um, I think it's, I think it's weekly. I think you have to do this weekly in North Korea. You have oh, to shit. announce the, yeah, the things that you did wrong. They incentivize people to rat on their neighbor. It's, it's, it's terrible system. And like, I honestly, I think the control that North Korea has over its people is probably more than what um, uh, uh, Hitler had over Germany. And it very well, yeah. I'm not exactly sure, but like it, like people don't understand. Like the, when you have an overwhelming threat around you that's very hostile, like a very hostile government. This is true in like communist uh, Soviet Soviet Union. Uh, the Ukraine, U Ukraine was like they were rat like the, when the famine hit, when the starvation was happening. Yeah. They were incentivized to rat on each other, steal from each other. Um, a lot of a lot of communist uh, officers were being murdered because uh, I, I mean there, there was a lot going on. But like when you push people on the brink of like life or death, like people get desperate. They're yep. gonna do, they're and they, they're gonna do things that you would think is righteous and, and and like oh they're gonna you know save a kid or whatever, and then they're gonna do things like eat their children. Right. And, it's 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 insane it's, yeah. how scary things can get when things get bad and it's scary to me that like this only happened like 100 years ago well like the story of hansel and gretel you know where their parents take them out in the woods and drop them off that i'm not saying that story is oh that's 100 percent true but it's based in truth yeah 
you know, people back then, you know, and we're talking hundreds of years ago, you know, would actually, okay, hey, look, we can't feed all these kids. You know, sorry, you didn't make the grade. We're going to take you for a walk, you know, yeah, and they would, they'd leave them out in the woods. If you survive, hey, good for you. You know, if you don't, well, that's just the way it is. You know, I was, uh, I was listening to this book. It's by Thomas Sowell and he, uh, it's, it's called White Liberal and the Black Redneck. And uh, he talks about, um, he really talks about black culture and how kind of a lot of like how um, the government has played a role in, in black culture and black mm -hmm. like status. And then also talks about like he deep, he really dives deep in slavery because oh, he wants really? to paint a good picture of what slavery was like. But then he also describes other like uh, eras where slavery with like different races and different people. Um, but he does say that um, he thinks that uh, there's some, there's more racism involved in America slavery, but it's not because of slavery. It's just because uh, the South was holding on and they had to make a very good case for themselves to try to hold on to slavery. So they had to find anything and everything they could that would try to win an argument. So yeah. they went to racism and uh, race, uh, racism science and all this. Do you know? Um, oh, okay. No, go just ahead. Real I'm sorry. quick, um, there's different accounts of. Uh, that he goes back into like, so he talks about the Arabic slave trade and he kind of frames that one as a lot, lot worse. Um, there's a, an account from this English missionary that went down to uh, take note of the Arabic slave trade. And this, when they, there, there would be uh, like basically on board ship, sometimes you'd have pregnant women give birth on ship. And this guy accounted for that when a couple of the pregnant women were getting off the ship, the Arabic masters were trying to tell them to do something. And they were trying to do it while holding a baby in their hand and they couldn't get the task done completely. So they took all their babies over and then smashed them on a rock right in front of them and told them to get back to work. Oh, shit. Well, have you seen the movie Armistad? I, so. I don't think I'm pronouncing it right. But yeah, it's, you need to watch it. It's really good. It's about the slave trade where the Africans were capturing other Africans, selling them to the Spanish because it was illegal in England for slaves <clears throat> at that time. Then they would take them to the Caribbean, give them Spanish names, basically, and sell them to America for slaves because America couldn't buy Africans. Well, the year is 2020 and you haven't gone anywhere. You've been locked up in your house for six to eight months on the minimum side. You haven't worked at a regular job in quite some time. So now it's time to get out. It's time to get out and enjoy life. With Dragonfly Vacations, you can do this. Dragonfly Vacations offers the best price, the best service, and allows payments. For example, a trip to Las Vegas out of St. Louis in mid-November, staying at a trip advisor rated resort a four out of five is only $470 or two, and that includes round-trip airfare. So with these prices, you can go anywhere you want. Contact Dragonfly Vacations at 618-615-1129. And anyway, they, they would, you know, running out of food and, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're getting really low on food. Uh, okay, row XYZ. They'd all go up there. They're all chained and they'd chain them to a rock. Yeah. Over the side of the ship, they'd go. And yeah, there is a... In the book, he describes, so the British, uh, they, it actually, it's, he describes this too, and it's very interesting. No one talked about freeing slaves before the 19th century British. Like, that wasn't really talked about. Really? I mean, not, not like, 
not like ending slavery of all like then there's cases where like people have freed their people but there's right. not like let's end slave like those the people that are freeing their people out of slavery probably have slaves back home like they're not right. they're not about ending slavery they're about freeing their people okay. and it was in the early 19th century england and it was white christians that came together and decided that you know, us Christians, if we're going to abide by the Bible, this doesn't really comprehend with us. Like this doesn't, doesn't line right. up with our beliefs. And that's, so uh, Britain was the first place, one of the first places to ever abolish slavery. And Britain was sending um, ships along shorelines in Africa to make sure countries yes. weren't selling right. slaves. Right. And did you know that the, the Marine Corps hymn, the shore of Tripoli, do you know why it's in there? Okay. Enlighten me. Because uh, Teddy Roosevelt, he led, he led our troops there, but it, the Marine Corps was enacted to go free American slaves that were caught up in the uh, African slave trade. Really? Oh, I thought, I thought the shores of Tripoli was like with the Barbary pirates. And that I think that's, sense. I think, I think the pirates were yeah. trying to sell. Uh, what happened was, is like something with like a couple of hundred Americans were either transporting over there for some reason or going to, I forgot, a job or they got hired. I forgot exactly what happened, but they got confiscated by a pirate ship. Yeah. And typical pirate ships, what they did is they would raid ships and then just take the people and sell them on the slave trade. They didn't care who they were. They were just right. going to sell them. Right. Right. And they got, and then I guess somehow, I don't, I, I don't know exactly how it got caught wind that Americans were in the slave trade, but Teddy Roosevelt led the Marines over to the shores of Tripoli to free american slaves that's 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 awesome thank you thank yeah. You. yeah that's a pretty cool tip yeah now okay you know like now okay a couple things one slaves okay you know illinois is now pay, paying reparations for slaves oh, when, is that when does that go into effect or is it about they, to, or? apparently they've already started how are they doing it i don't know but all i know is that i'm going to say liberals are screaming because they're saying it's not enough i'm like come on people i mean wow. you know are we going to pay irish you know yeah. slave you know reparations yeah. You know, I mean, we're going to pay the English slave reparations. Yeah, I'd say it's, it's, man, this country's going to hell in a handbasket quick. <laughs> yeah, dude, the whole, the whole, it's, it's crazy how the whole narrative of slavery is painted. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of racism and a yeah. lot of terrible things that happen. Very, like, it's not like I'm defending American slavery in any right. way. Right. But I'm just speaking in reality. Like, the way this guy explains it, and he, I think what he does, he, he tries to come off as like, listen, slavery is bad. It's one of the worst atrocities that humans have ever done to each other. But there's different levels of slavery. There's brutal, brutal authoritarian where they beat the hell out of you. Don't give a crap about your life. Like nothing like that. And he's like, but America took the, it was a perception of an economic means and it saw wealth and status. So they didn't want, they didn't want their slaves to just be, they don't want to just kill their slaves. They wanted to keep their slaves. And they wanted, and they, a lot of them were, a lot of them in different circumstances were treated better than others. And, and it's not even necessarily a race thing because there was over a thousand black slave owners, black people. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And there was even some of those black slave owners fought in the civil war. They fought in the civil war for the South. Yep. Like, so it's, it's, if you look at, he also breaks down our founding fathers. So even at the time, Thomas Jefferson recognized that there was a problem in the in, in our Constitution or it, it, Declaration of Independence. If we're going to say all men created equal, there's we kind of have a problem right now. Yeah. Well, and you know, he, he was sleeping with the slaves, so. And he, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he recognized he recognized that. I mean, this guy marks down the, like these different colonels and higher politicians in time that they loved their slaves. Like yeah. actually, they thought of them as people. There's accounts in a lot of times it was harder to free a slave than it was to buy one. So you'd have a lot of accounts of family members that would buy their family member and then just you know just treat them like they're a human right. being, like a yeah. free man. 
there was a lot of these accounts that happened. They're, they're, they're like George Washington even stated like, so there was certain laws at the time with like how, he, how you could free your slaves and under like Virginia, wherever the hell he lived, there was like a certain law that he had to pass. And it was only until his will, he was able to free his slaves. Oh, wow. And, and wow. he freed him. He freed all of his slaves um, after he died. And there's accounts with Thomas Jefferson saying the same thing. And, and, and it's, it's well, like these people were trapped in their, their time. Like a lot mm -hmm. of people, you're a slave to the period you're in. You can't be talking about, you know, Indian right. slavery when you're trying to build a fucking country. Like, right. you know, all these different, uh, you know, all these different groups from the South, they want slavery in the North. Maybe they're a little against it, but there's still accounts of slavery to there. We can't oh, talk about Indian slavery. We got to be building a, a country. Like Illinois. Uh, down down around Harrisburg was the place called the Crenshaw House, mm -hmm. and that operated into well, uh, 1865, I guess. Mm -hmm. And matter of fact, maybe even later than 1865, because the guy that uh, was the, for lack of a better term, the stud slave. Okay, mm -hmm. he was he was the breeder. And okay. as soon as as soon as the young girl slaves, you know, became seasoned, it was his job to get them pregnant. I, I actually took a tour of this place, and I mean, they had the breeding box where wow. these girls, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14 year old girls were strapped into this box, and this dude basically, you know, okay, yeah, and, and rape them, and he was so well endowed. That they actually had to put a brace on this breeding box because he was actually hurting the girls. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean it was that like brutal. And he just died like in in man, he was like 80, 90 years old or something like that. Mm -hmm. And he died like you know, 50s or something like that. And at the time of his death, he had over like 300 grandchildren, or maybe I mean just like some astronomical number, you know, and like you know, thousands of great grandchildren. And I I, I grandpa Jones or some I don't remember what they called him, but I mean, and I mean, and the other males. On, on this, this the Crenshaw house, which was a salt mine and pecan farm, the other males, they who would have like this Iron Maiden looking thing, and it would clamp around the, the guy's junk, oh. and they would twist it. Oh, God. Yeah, and he could never have kids. Jesus Christ. And yeah, I mean, I mean, it was it was that 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 type of brutality. And allegedly, Abraham Lincoln even stayed in this place trying to get Crenshaw to get rid of his slaves. And I, I don't know when he did. I, I need to actually do some research on that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. It was a salt but, mine, mainly. Yeah. yeah. And and that's, I mean, that's also the plays into it, too. Like, Abraham Lincoln wasn't really exactly for freeing the slaves, at least not at first. Well, he, and yeah. the, at the time, too, there was this huge problem. And the problem that they, they, they couldn't overcome was, like, what are you going to do with a bunch of freed slaves? What happens right. to them after you free them? You know, like, and honestly, it's not at least a bad argument in the short run, but the, 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 the Southerners were arguing that we're giving these slaves a better quality of life because if we didn't, where were they going to do? Right. And, and for some of the freed slaves, that's a true story. They, yeah. Their quality of life went down right after they were, they were freed. And I know the North tried to make arrangements that like, you know, some of them got land and, and, and other stuff like that. Brownstown. Not, not, yeah. yeah. But a lot of them didn't have the capital to even do anything with the land or, right. or anything. Like they have no money. They're in a territory where they were literally just a slave. Like, they, like, what yeah. are you gonna, how are you going to morph into this society all of a sudden? But wow. that, that was, that was a huge argument they used. And, and, that, and honestly, the, a lot of politicians were talking, they were afraid there was going to be a race war that once they freed the slaves, there would be a race war. And they were right. I mean, the Ku Klux Klan was, like they came, and we're destroying black families and hanging people and, and, and trees and stuff. And on, the, the guy goes really deep too and talks about like Southern culture and why I would say that the North looked down upon the South. Like, so there's like this, the certain area in England that a lot of the Northerners came from. And there's a certain area in England that a lot of the Southerners came from. Oh, really? Really? And the people in so in the, in the South acts a lot like their culture is a lot like those people from that part of England and the North had a lot of culture that was like its other part. And, and the South 
was a lot more brutal. And they had this culture where like, you cannot openly do anything that can be even remotely taken as a diss or disrespect in public. Right. And they would, I mean, they openly would get in fights and uh, to settle disputes, immediately get into a physical altercation. Um, and their fighting was so bad that like um, the, the crowds would form of people cheering. This is the type of, this yeah. is what we, you know, don't disrespect anyone. And uh, he talks about how brutal they would get the, like the more damage the other person did, like the louder the group got and the, the more it proved that you were, uh, you know, WWE. Uh, you, you were the star, the, the yeah. alpha. And this is what the, the South culture was like for a long time. I can well, still see it. I can still see it well, in certain areas. Absolutely. And this is what he compares it to is that the blacks, black people from the South took that culture from Southerners and has this, and, and how he describes it, Thomas Sowell, who was a black guy, by the way, oh, how wow. he describes it is that black people took on this culture from the from the white Southerners and that white Southerners evolved from that. And black people, for some reason, got stuck in this culture of like, you know, you disrespect me, I'm gonna go like beat the shit out of you. You disrespect right. me, I'm like almost like gang, yeah, yeah, gang territory. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he describes it as like this. It, you know, th- that's why he calls it the black redneck because mm. black people that act like that is like this old culture that was there before, like you know, before the before America was a thing. Uh, this was there, and this is how Southerners would act. And they were, you know, he describes them as like, you know, I these people were lazy, but. They weren't, they didn't see themselves as lazy. They just saw themselves as too proud to work. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't want to make judgment calls. But that stereotype of how he was describing Southerners in the South sounds a lot like stereotypes you hear. Yeah, I've heard about Black people. And, and, and he even explains how, so because, you know, there's this huge uh, urban, urban, urbanization of okay. uh, black people into cities. And, a, and he describes about how, you know, how seg, seg, or integration really hurt the black community because instead of them putting the northern, more educated, how he formed it, black people that were, I would say, more aligned with the northern culture, they didn't even want the black people from the south in their neighborhoods because they, it was like they, the only thing they had in common was the color of their skin they had a different culture these people were different from them but they got forced into these communities together and they were all made to go to the same school and he said black pride for this attitude started like in the like a long time ago like it wasn't like it it was like oh it's it's today that this black you know culture is praised he's saying that back then that it was praised uh earlier than you think like uh, and they kind of and like he thinks that like black people got stuck in this culture and that's what dominates in their culture here in america and it's holding them back is how he puts it now you said like you know black pride and that type of stuff did you see the grammys no me neither no no i I saw i saw everyone mad about it on twitter but oh i didn't even see that but one i I did catch like the first i don't know three minutes of it before i went to bed they had a group on there called the black pumas you know and i'm like oh your your mom and i'm like that's really weird and she's like why i was like do you know what a puma is you know she goes yeah and i said well another word for a puma is panther <laughs> so you got the black panthers up there yeah you know? i'm like wow that's crazy the black uh, boomers like, yeah <laughs> nobody's gonna know new. this is Nobody, new guys no we're you know what are you talking about panthers no we're the pumas <laughs> yeah we changed our name right Cleverly. right like, okay. we're gonna go with the cougars but uh you know we're, we're sticking with the pumas <laughs> yeah you, you know there's still a national i actually i don't know i i can't the national socialist party was still a thing in germany for a while yeah. Uh, they reformed, but they, you know, 
weren't uh, like their predecessors <laughs> at all. And they're honestly just, you know, national socialists, like they're, they're proud of their country and they want right. to, you know, fund everyone with something, but they have like, they have no traction because they have such a bad stigma right. to their name. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, just, I remember seeing this YouTube video, like, I don't know if it might, this could be all, you know, uh, fake for all I know, but I saw this YouTube video where this guy's like a Nazi but he's like the nicest dude. It's not like they had the symbol. It looks like any regular political party, like any right. regular standard day political party. They just called him the National Socialists, and they're like, "Hey," oh we're the, and he's like this nice nerdy dude, and he's like, "Yeah, we're just trying to reform the government." And you're like, "Whoa!" Like, let's so, stick with German pride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I thought it was funny. It's like I wonder, like, it's like I wonder if that's how all the authoritarian regimes start. It's like just this regular goofy party is like, "Hey, we're just trying to change the world." And then right. Hope and change. Way and, yeah, they get corrupt along the way and you know get their own incentives and they, they put a madman in charge like yeah it's like i don't know Man. it's just funny that um and you know like that's funny too is like most college kids don't even know they don't even know what nazi stands for wow really really yeah yeah uh, don't even hey, know dude yeah hey man i'm gonna have to take carly out she's like facing back i don't know if you've been able yeah to i gotta get her. some food what I to go to bed in like an hour and a half get some eggs <laughs> yeah i might <laughs> All right, man. I'll let you go. Yeah, I was only wanting to do this about 10, 10 15 minutes. Well, and, uh, uh, you know, test out this mic and the headphones and everything. Well, we went for a while, dude. Yeah, I know. I'm, I just saw, yeah. We're talking probably two hours. Thank you. Oh, God. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, fuck editing. <laughs> yeah, good luck, yeah. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, All right be man. good. All right, Bye. love you. Love you, Dad. Bye. Thank you, everybody. This has been Craig with The Unbeaten Path. Have a great day. It is of no use going back no to yesterday going because, back we, to were because we were different people. Begin at the beginning. It came to the end. And go on to the end. It is